got some uh metallica plugins that sound pretty decent oh yeah i'm one step closer i haven't tested the black album ones but i've tested all the other ones and the justice for all ones are pretty smart spot on and the clean guitar one is nearly perfect okay what do we do with that uh there's there's one thing we're doing with it i can tell you that much <laughs> um is it hacksaw jim duggan uh, there, there's, there's three of those letters are right. <laughs> <laughs> three of those letters? There's so many letters in that? H-A-K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Nick Gage's theme song. <laughs> Your microphone just decided to keel over. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. No, we're not. What the fuck is going on here? Okay, is the microphone going to stand up on its own now? I'm enjoying watching this. I'm a little drunk. Cool. Because it's my birthday, but I'm thirty, turning 36, and it's tomorrow. Happy birthday. So, thank you. Uh, oh, God, I don't want to... We'll talk about my birthday after, because there's points we have to cover. Okay. But, yeah. But we're... Um, talking about Metallica and that brings me to Nick Gage which brings me to did you watch the first episode of the new season of Dark Side of the Ring yet? <laughs> That's a long walk to get to the Dark Side of the Ring. Yes I have. Yes. <laughs> uh, I watched the first two episodes the the Brian Pillman saga. Is the second episode of the Brian Pillman saga up? Yes. Oh I didn't know that. I watched literally part one an hour before airtime or recording time yeah it's dark stuff so that's you know it's it's the side of the ring that you don't usually see because they don't shed a light on it so is it like under the ring is the dark side no. of the ring? no that's where oh jesus christ okay so i didn't get the 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 seconds i did not know that uh brian pillman had a wife who he stole her children from and then she killed herself uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. The, the, I learned that um, about, you know, I just figured they're all from the one girl, but I guess they were from two. And the one girl. Three. Told, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Three. Um, and the one girl told the other girl, like, you, even your mom thinks that I'd be a better mother than you. Yeah. Like, and then she then she blew her brains out. Oh, boy. That yeah, is, rough uh, stuff. Dark. Dark times. Dark sides of those rings. Yeah. That's, that was like, I was like watching that and I was just like, damn, like that is brutal. So like these kids probably have to live with this stepmom who like kind of like was a reason, what one of the reasons that she did what she did. Seems like they hated her. Well, one of them did. The other one, the uh, 
the non-binary fellow there didn't seem to, uh, I don't think she or they well, <coughs> had any opinion on it. I'm... Uh, yeah, um, they all seem to like the aunt. The aunt's kind of the baby face of the whole. Yeah, she's the baby face of the whole, of the whole documentary. Yeah. She seems to be the one that held it all together. Um, yeah, the the first half, though, focused really on, like, Pillman's early career, his wrestling career, it got all the way up to the car accident right before he signed with uh, WWE. Yeah, that's where I left off. Now that I know there's a second part, I would have watched it instead of watching the real dog shit 1994 uh, wrestling catch-up that I was watching. <laughs> I got, uh, there, was a, there was one point during the 1994 wrestling where inside of the ring was Yokozuna, uh, Yokozuna, Mr. Fuji, Gene Okerlund, um, Mr. Gene, Yokozuna, Jim Cornette, and there was one of, and Randy Savage, and it's like Jim Cornette's the only person that's alive in that whole ring. Yeah, still alive and calling up uh, what's his face's mother to tell her to take n-word dick out of her mouth so she could take a message. I don't believe it. I mean, she could take a message without taking it out of her mouth. That's true. Typically, you take messages with your hands. I so, don't believe. I don't believe that he would say that because his favorite band is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, but I think he's the type of guy who could uh, accept black people as entertainers and still not being equal to him. Yeah, yeah. No, he's just used that used that defense before. Him and Kenny, uh, friend of the show, Kenny Bolin. <laughs> <laughs> he follows me on, on the old Twitter. Yeah, he's the, he's the reverse Mark Madden. He's yes, fat and that was, cool. Yeah, that's, that's who I was thinking of. Um, uh, he, he does not f- friend me on Facebook any longer, though. Not that I pay attention to what happens on Facebook. But, uh, I thought you didn't have a Facebook. I, I reactivated it because there's stuff on there that like you know I would like to keep. Raffles? No, like, oh, that too, yes. Um, I, I barely participate in them, though. I'm never on there, so. Um, but years ago, I was friends with Kenny Bowen, and he put up a post saying that if anyone talked, speaked poorly of uh, Vince Russo, that he would automatically block them. So I, I, took, that, <laughs> I took that as an invite and, and moseyed <laughs> on that... over to the comment section, and I was like, I've heard that Vince Russo smells of deli mustard and relish. Is this true? Like, really teeter on the line of, like, is he going to block me? And he did. He blocked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, God damn it. What was I going to say? I had something, too, and I forgot it. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Kenny Bolin is, um, I feel like he lives, like, a uh, 90-day fiancé lifestyle. You ever watch that show, 90 Day Fiance? No, explain. I know I get the gist of what the show is, but explain what you mean by Kenny Bowen doing it. Like I'm pretty sure he has like a Filipino wife or girlfriend, doesn't he? He, I'm, I'm almost sure he does the mail order stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty much, like that's, uh, that's what 90 Day Fiance is. They meet someone online, and then they go over there and they come over. And it's really like, they're the... The Americans' family is like they just want a green card, and then 
the foreigner's family was like, what's this fucking creep doing talking to my daughter? Rinse and repeat. <laughs> I was going to say, that is the gist of the uh, the mail order bride yeah. business. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, I'm not a big uh, reality show guy. I can't. No, well, me neither. I like shitty reality shows, I, I guess. I just don't like ones where it's just rich white women arguing with each other. That's ones okay. I don't like. I do like ones about Big Frida and sad people meeting each other on the internet. And catfishing. Like, you're an idiot. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't watch. I don't even have cable anymore. I don't have cable so either. I don't. Yeah, so I don't watch any do you have of that peacock? stuff. I do have yeah, the Yeah, you can watch all of the ones I just said. I'm not going to watch Nor should you. Them. You can watch no. Everybody Loves Raymond. I, I, I'd, I'd watch Frasier before I watched any of those. Toss salad and scrambled eggs don't stay good forever. That's because he doesn't know what to do with them. I'm calling <laughs> again. <laughs> Good night, we love you. <laughs> Can we cover that? Yes. I feel like we could do the Bad Dirty Fun soundtrack. Instead of tusk salad and scrambled eggs, it's something about us. Tossed. Bad and dirty fun. <laughs> We're that toss bad and dirty fun. We're potting again. <laughs> Quite stylish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really anticipated a lot more feedback about Jim Ross quoting Groundhog's Day than I got because I got none. Yeah. Oh, really? Nobody, nobody tells me anything. Anyways, Usually, if but... something was really on point, I get texts about it. I'm also bad at texting back, so maybe that might be part of the reason. But I was really anticipating some like, "Wow, that was really funny," but maybe it was just funny to us. <laughs> because I was thinking about it the next day, like that was pretty funny stuff. I was thinking about it too. I even texted you a few days later. Yeah, there was another one. <laughs> I thought it made for one of our better. Uh, I, I thought so I too. I went. I went out of my way to to talk about how uh, we weren't like imitating him to like make fun of him. It was strictly. Uh, Putting the character JR into uh, the movie Groundhog Day, just like saying the lines and seeing what worked, and they all worked. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna actually text you this. Uh, splitting away from JR Groundhog's Day really quick, but staying with JR. Name a role that uh, a Morgan Friedman role that JR. The narrator play. of not the the movie, not not like acting in the movie A Shawshank Redemption, but narrating it. JR narrating yeah. it would work though. JR acting in it would work. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill in Superbad? No, it has to be a Morgan Friedman oh. role. I don't know. What other roles does Morgan Freeman have? I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Vince makes them. Pal? Uh,. What else has Morgan Freeman done? He was God in Bruce Almighty. I couldn't tell you anything about Bruce Almighty. I... JR could definitely play God. Uh, he was in the movie Hard Rain. He was a, a, a bank robber. 
head of talent relations, JR could definitely play that role. So we got to think of more movies that I know the quotes to. Uh, it's a real shame we hadn't just watched It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> no, what's funny? What's funnier? Wait, it, instead of JR and It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Dude. Stewart commentating okay, for AEW. We, <laughs> we were both about to say the same thing. I can't even take the, J- the JR out of it. This MJF's a real sinister looking cat. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the Jimmy Stewart impression that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a Jungle Boy Jack Perry. <laughs> Oh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Martha. Cody. I'm almost I'm almost going to Jim Barnett area. My God. <laughs> Sterling, my boy. Oh, we need to watch It's a Wonderful Life again. And then <laughs> just so we can freshen up on what JR can say. I want to live. What, Mary? Mary, don't don't you recognize me? I'm your boy Jr. <laughs> um, can you imagine how poorly Jr. can probably swim if the floor caved out from underneath him and he ended up in a pool? Wow. He just doesn't look like he's a good swimmer. <laughs> they got a lot of watering holes in Oklahoma. Got a lot of barbecue Yeah, but he looks Oklahoma. like he's man in the grill. <laughs> if you know what I uh, mean. Because <laughs> I don't. Bobby Heenan falls into the pool. He's like, Get the fuck <laughs> off <me!" laughs> I'm glad that they they made sure like there's little thing. Also, are we still? Why did they spell blondes wrong? Blondes? Did they? Yeah, B L O B L O N D S is how they did Hollywood blondes. The only time it was. I think they're thinking blonde with an E is female and blonde with no E is male. So they're probably trying to really make them up to be manly men. The fuck kind of. The only time I saw it spelled correctly was signs in the crowd, which you know that you're yes. stupid if fucking Atlanta, Georgia is spelling something correctly. Yeah, if they're correcting you, then there's something wrong, because from my experience, always the, sign, the signs of the crowd were always wrong, especially for Bret Hart. There's only one T. Bret Hart has one T. There's no two T's. Um, Bret Hart, much better promo than he's given credit for. I mean... He he called out El Dandy. <laughs> That's true. I uh, things I learned from watching the nineteen ninety three or four compilation of wrestling is that if you wanted to have a fun drinking game, put every Jim Cornette promo back to back to back and sip every time he says uh Bret Hart, good promo. All right, we're back. Sure are.
God damn. You knew what I was waiting for. And better than never. So I got a knack for only watching the main event on AEW Dynamite now. Did you I, uh, did you skip it because you're anti Jericho <coughs> now, or did you watch it because No, I watched it. I had to watch it. Uh uh what was I gonna say? I missed like part of the first hour of the uh, show. I, I didn't watch any of the first hour. I guess Darby Allen took a crazy stare bump or something. He sure did. Was um, it? He, uh, it was Ethan Page and, and Scorpio threw him down a flight of stairs and it was like, a, there was no way to fake it. He, he went down those stairs. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like Chevy Chase. It looks like they threw him at fair distance, but like he didn't quite clear the last couple stairs, so it looks like he may have taken a, a, a few hard hits towards the end of it. Okay. Yeah. So I should probably... Who do you face? Scorpio Sky? I don't know if it was just a segment or what have you. I just saw the, the quick clip of it. Um, they set up Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy. Yep. Which is... And Orange Cassidy is definitely going to lose that match, but get his sunglasses back. Yes. The sunglasses will be Orange Cassidy's title. So, Orange Cassidy is Lex Luger in 1993. That's the other thing but that I got interrupted by the computer being a piece of shit, is that Lex Luger in 1993 really got a shit end of the stick. How are you not going to let him win the title at that SummerSlam? They even taped uh, shows with him wear- coming out wearing the title. Like, and the, but like the, the promos after it, they were acting like it was a great success for Lex Luger, but he, he didn't win the belt. No. Like, what, um, a, what a bitch. Like early, early 90s WWF had a thing where they thought you were really dumb and thought if the person wins, whether it be count out or disqualification, then they win the title too. That's just so <laughs> dumb. Like watching the, uh, like Vince is having like a, a sit down with Lex. Like you, you don't let him, he can't, he doesn't win the title and he has like a fucking illegal forearm that you make him seem like he's a cheating bitch for using. <laughs> I don't know. That just seems like, Seems like Lex got blamed for some real shit booking, Bruce. Uh, well, they did try to Hulk Hogan him with the, like the red, white, and blue like stuff, and oh, he did his country proud. He thinks, yeah. And then it was You'll a Ludwig Borga. Hero. Oh yeah, Ludwig Borga who had an SS tattoo. <laughs> did he? Yeah. It was the Ludwig Borga now a Harris brother. Uh, yeah, he will. He had it on his leg, and then he became like a uh, a member of the government in maybe Poland. He's like super far right, like like white supremacist, you know. And uh, yeah, the Polish government has gone pretty far right. Yeah, I I don't know too much about politics nowadays. I don't really follow it anymore. Poland, Poland got real fucky for a while. I think it is still pretty fucky too. Like I think they made pretty much made being gay illegal. Yeah, because I mean, like you see all the mayhem that happened over here when gay marriage just became fine. Mayhem. Ugh. Fuck. Fuck that band. 
What's worse, the band mayhem or the video game mayhem? The band. Okay. Wow. <laughs> What's worse, the band mayhem or the pay-per-views mayhem? The band. What's worse, the pay-per-views mayhem or the video game mayhem? The video game. Video game was pretty bad, yeah. I had to think about it, though. I was like, well, you still, at the end of the day, you did get Benoit and Brett at the end of Mayhem. And you, had, you got Brett and Sting, even though it wasn't that great. Yeah, but it was the, that was the shitty Brett and Benoit, too, wasn't it? There was a, uh, an Owen tribute on Nitro that was, like, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah, that was the one that was at the beginning of Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yeah, uh, no, the, the Mayhem shot was Malcolm in the Middle, because oh. the piece of toilet paper is flying into the ring. Uh, wow. <laughs> and that's the, mayhem. The certainty in which you said that fucking phrase. <laughs> I used to like that show when it was on. I think, I say I think, I know for a fact that Brian Sarah rewatched that and, and sang praises of it. Um, One of the characters on that show who was in Super Troopers killed himself. One of the characters who was on that show who was in... It was the military guy, and he was oh. the police chief in Super Troopers. The old guy? He killed himself? Yeah. But he... All of them. It's a, it's a tour yeah. de force. <laughs> I know. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I, I, I couldn't could. get that sentence out, but that's exactly what I was thinking. That would work. What role does he play? Uh, give me give me give me a liter of cola. <laughs> it's like Jim Ross's version of the Nutty Professor, but it's super troopers. G- give me six schlitzes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ocasodokio. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Well, he's um, right about that. I don't remember any of the lines from that. <laughs> oh, whatever's free. <laughs> <coughs> Look, I know we don't like each other. I like you. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> Sorry about the deal last round. <laughs> it's powdered sugar. I mean, sugar. He, might, he might just be a bigger yeah, guy. Last hate the sugar. You know? It's delicious. <laughs> no, is that not how it works? Also, in that in that scene, you get a little shot of uh, Rod Farva not packing a lot down there. Hopefully. Anyway, mm. okay, we're still back. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about blood and guts. <laughs> Maybe he's a grower, not a shower. Yeah, but anyway. That's why it's good. We we're talking about blood and guts. Uh, but the, the match itself, I thought, was pretty awesome. Uh, I know that I, mean, I heard WWE thought it set wrestling back 30 years. I don't know, the I was like, fine. I mean, you know what was really the worst part of that? Like, Commercial breaks, three of them it during really set the wrestling match. back. Have it on paper. The only thing that was bad about it, in my opinion, was the, the finish. The um, 
A lot of fucking uh, gusher. Uh, I, I agree. Um, for a match like this, you really can't cut into it that much. But I guess for TV, there's no way around it. Um, because Sammy Sammy Guevara was bleeding pretty bad too, right? There were everyone bladed. Which is it was it felt like uh like an old NWA shit show. For the most part, uh, like felt, I like it, it felt true I, to the match. I liked how they they kept it so the bad guys had the advantage. Every time uh, one of the good guys came in, they sort of evened it off, and it was more of an even fight, and the bad guys got the advantage. Even fight. Bad guys, even fight. And then as soon as Jericho comes in, everyone stops fighting, and they go to like their own like designated ring to have like a stare down. And I was just like, why? Why couldn't Jericho have come in and done something other than just appear just to make that happen? Why couldn't he have hot tagged? It should have been, he should have come in like a house of fire and then uh, like beat everybody up and threw them into the other ring or something like that so they could regroup, you know? But other than that. Maybe that would have gassed them though. Also like really, really using some liberties on what should end that match because it should have ended after they took everyone out. Once there was forks involved, if they didn't let Wardlow make the comeback right there to get the ball rolling again, they really should have just ended the match right there. Uh, they well, it made the inner circle look really stupid, which is fine. Like, like I don't have a problem with that because they they are really stupid for agreeing to, to to that finish, like. You know he's going to throw him off no matter what, right? So <laughs> he gave up the match <laughs> in hopes that the bad guy wrestler wouldn't do bad guy wrestler things. Sometimes. Like, I thought that was really dumb. It was pretty dumb, but I mean, Jesus. It's a closed can. Good job. Um, I, I don't know. I have no problem with the finish finish. Okay. Like it's a real, it's a silly match. I know it was like, it was really gory, special, and it was. I don't know. It 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 did kind of come close to Abdul the Butcher in an electric chair almost, but. I didn't like how, it made the inner circle like the rest of the inner circle look really stupid, and then. It ended with like a very like safe crash pad ending, and they're selling it like it was like he fell through steel, and like you can see the cardboard sticking up. I don't care about that because Shane McMahon ruined that. If they're going to talk about AEW setting back wrestling fifteen years, I mean, they're well, just Shane doing... McMahon went through the commentary table, and it was underneath the commentary table. So, but this was like cardboard. Yeah, what we should really have the problem with is that they kept cutting to Jericho when he's laughing. Yes. Oh, his eyes are open, and he's talking to people, and I'm just like, you fucking idiots. Like, what is it with AEW and, like, these big spectacular moments that just completely fall flat? So I don't think that one fell flat. I thought that one was fine. That it would have been fine that, if That is cut- not in, in the same fucking planet as the barbed wire ending. If if they just made it like tables with a crash pad underneath it or something, uh, it would have been way better. Yeah, 
but it's just wow. like, or if they sh- if they just showed a wide shot of it without cl- like getting a close up on Jericho winking. Like I have, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with the with the bump. I don't really have a problem with the that part of the ending. I have a problem with the match should have been over. Like, what are you waiting for? Well, typically, uh, the match beyond never lasted very long. No, that was probably uh, the the longest one ever. Yeah, that's I don't know the um. Do are we counting NXT War Games? Oh no, I wasn't counting those. I was I was just thinking old WCW. Yeah, and NWA. No, ones. Those those ones were very quick. The um the Pat McAfee one was like a false finish fiasco. Yes, but it was excellent though. What was better, this one or the or the most recent NXT one? The NXT one. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I thought the NXT one had uh some great moments like Pete Dunne like stepping in and like like Pat McAfee and Adam Cole are having the stare down and Pete Dunne just steps in the way. It's like if you want to get him, you have to go through me. I thought that was like I was like this is like pro wrestling 101. This is how you do it right. And like, yeah, that one was better. Now I'm like starting to like remember watching it because mm-hmm. it's. This one wasn't bad. This one was good. I, I was thoroughly entertained by it. Yeah. I, I was just like excited by how much blood there was right off the bat. And all of the inner circles wearing white so you knew that they were all going to gig. Yeah. <laughs> like also pro wrestling 101. White, the white trunks against the black trunks. Yeah. With the prison the, uh, uniforms. The, so stupid. I was, I was going to say that was, that was part of the presentation. I was like, that's fine. Like, Who came up with that idea? His wife? Jericho. Yeah, because it was from oh, yeah. uh, it was like it was like a Winnipeg jail. Fucking jer- jerk offs. I like that. Um, I like that. Or Santana Ortiz's like uh, Finn Balor thing is that they'd use the dead prez things for for like street fights and big matches like that. Yes. Um, I saw on Twitter people being like, "I wonder if Tomatonga is going to be pissed at you guys." That I was like. It's a Did different you ever do thing. Dead presidents. I was like, I don't think it's the same thing. No, it's not the like, same. It's similar. It's similar, sure, but it's not the same thing. Like, I wonder if Abbott's going to be mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. Like Sting's in the same company. <laughs> Brandon uh, Lee's rolling over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. But that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, I don't think they ever did Tomatonga ever did the the dead presidents thing. And I was like, and I'm fairly certain LAX has done the dead presidents thing before. So yeah, like no, I don't know. Put put I I thought you know if you with the right booking you put them in the Bucks in a in a tag match for the titles they do that give it uh the dead presidents thing and they win that'd be good. Do you know what's really great is that now we have, we went from having no war games matches to now we're probably going to get three a year. I hope not three a year. I'm okay with that. Two years, fine. Well, I mean, there's a women's and men's for NXT. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Um, so two nights of it a year. Two nights of war games a year. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with because it's the only like like real gimmicky match that WWE and AEW are gonna share. 
Well, th- neither one of them, or, or, or wrestling really didn't embrace that whole concept for a long time. Like, even when TNA did it, it was only one ring. Yeah, and it was stupid. Like, WWE switched it from War Games to the Elimination Chamber, so it's still one ring. I don't know, this the two-ring cage setup, I think, is just awesome. It's awesome, and it's like, you just don't see it every day. Right, That's it's special. It, Impact should have an an octagonal ring one <laughs> night a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they might. They actually were talking about bringing it back, weren't they? Um, I don't think this incarnation of Impact would needs it. Uh, I don't think Impact it would wrestling's, benefit. Impact Wrestling's like just a solid wrestling product right now. It's uh, very not, fun. Nothing's bad. Uh, occasionally, they'll, they'll do some dumb stuff, like, like Tommy Dreamer will be a detective trying to figure out who murdered uh a wrestler did, did did we talk that he's the executive chairman of wrestling did we talk about no. that no yeah his his character on screen right now is the executive chairman of wrestling <laughs> easy dub he says easy dub after he says executive chairman of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize that that's that's good yeah that's some real tommy dreamer bullshit um, Tommy oh, Dreamer. I, all Tommy Dreamer's booking is based on puns. Sp- speaking of Tommy Dreamer, I saw a video on the Twitter the other day of this bartender uh, trying to say that a real military ID was fake, and he's like, he like basically destroyed it because like the guy was black, and this is in the Ozarks, so I'm like, okay, you're you're in like KKK country down here, and. Uh, yeah, so this dude is like telling them to leave his bar, and like now, like everyone like think like knows this bar is like a super racist place, so they have to like delete their uh, social media and everything, and like everyone's just like, "Oh, these guys are racist." Guy looked exactly like Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> so in the post I tagged Tommy Dreamer. I was like, "What are you doing to these military service members, Tommy?" <laughs> I don't think he got back to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, these people, st- how come everyone on the internet says I'm this racist bartender or I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> no, similar, similar body sizes, similar faces, you know. I just Ta- thought Tommy Dreamer's th- hair is probably a little longer now, though. I just thought of the time I was listening to the Raven podcast, and he's like, yeah. And then it was a spot in the match where Tommy grabbed a pie from the crowd, but of course he couldn't just hit me with it. He had to stop and take a bite first. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't listened to Raven in a couple months. I gotta I gotta w- listen to a couple of those. Me too. I I have to get. I don't listen to pretty much like any podcast. But uh, anyway, <laughs> his his I also on this 1993 and four video I watched his uh Adam Bomb promo because he was the manager of Adam Bomb at that point. Hmm. Johnny Pole sucked. <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon liked him. I mean, I kind of like him. They were skiing. Can... They were skiing partners. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, but the only thing that is good is that Johnny Polo goes <laughs> a lot. He had a Raven had a good evil laugh. <laughs> it's like a douchey laugh. <laughs> it was uh 
yeah, when Sandman, when he kidnapped Sam, or when he brainwashed Sandman's kid, he's like, hey, Sandman. <laughs> Someone point me in the direction of a Best of Raven and ECW compilation or DVD. Listener. Um, Listener can help me out with this. I'm One sure of them I'd, can. I'm sure there's something on YouTube. I already, I've already watched the Best of Raven and TNA DVD that TNA put out. Uh, I don't think I've watched that one. He bleeds a lot. Yes, he's a bloody boy. He's a bloody boy. I mean, and the time that uh, Sinister Minister fucking hacked his head up, shaving his head. Yeah, he, uh, Raven was pissed at him for that. Well, his hair doesn't grow back right now. No, it, it like, it like permanently, like, ripped his hair out in that location. It's like a real right shame. In front, right in front. That was the TNA version. Was it just what's it? Flange. Yeah. Just uh, it makes it fits in with the times. It's it it sucks and it fits in with the times. So. It, it's it's a good early two thousands theme. <coughs> it's just like also very brand appropriate too. Yes. I wish I wish the listener could see what I saw there. <laughs> and they can hear you, it. You, you drink it a drink and they go, Bwah. it was like Cordholia. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else happened this week? Oh, um I I will formally on the pod also thank you for filling in my first base hole. Ah, yes. I wasn't sure if you had it yet or not, but I was just like, I'm taking a risk, and I'm going to assume he hasn't bought a first baseman yet. No, we did, we did not have the big hurt Frank Thomas until <coughs> this weekend. Because I took move on, obviously. Of course. I was, uh, I was kicking myself for not buying that Ellis Burks one. I'm sure you'll see it again. Yeah, I could always go back to Maine, too. Yeah. We live close to Maine. Or just look online and see if there's one. For $2. Yeah. I would have just bought it. I would have been like, yep. Wow. I still have plenty of space on my starting lineup shelf. Move things around. Gave them ample room. Yeah, I got to get, um, I got to get some sort of display going for my, for my starting lineup. I don't really have anything. Just a little <laughs> shelf will do. You get a, a lot of wall behind you. Just get a, a wall shelf. Yeah, I can't. This is the Peloton room. This isn't... I don't, I don't get to have anything in this room anymore. This is the Peloton room? Yeah, this is... This is now, since the pandemic, this is where Rachel exercises, and this is her office. Okay. Gotcha. Can't have anything fun in the background, or else her coworkers might think that she has fun. Uh... But to be if, fair, I'm saying that because she had a big poster that said Coke Bust on it. And that's not really that's not really uh office appropriate. No. I was gonna I try say, to get her to, ever... try, try to get her to put the Detlef Shrimp one 
if I ever get a uh, a job again where it requires Zoom meetings, this is what you're getting. I, I I'm not taking. I'm not putting on airs. Yeah, you also really can't. You can't reel that one back. <laughs> you're so far in that direction that you have to be. Yeah, uh, I could also just go downstairs too, but why? No. <laughs> you should also have like the the mic stand and everything. <laughs> yeah, oh, the mic going just you, to freak people out. Yeah, I'm not using it, but they think I am. No, you record. You record everything. <laughs> just my own voice. Well, you get the get the Zoom output too. You could you could do an input into your other computer from the laptop. Yeah, I could, but I'm not going to. No, I'm just thinking now you can be a creep. <coughs> As opposed to before, when you I can, totally wasn't at yeah. all. Now, now you, you just, once you get that aux cable going, you're a real masturbating freak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun phrase to say. I guess. Maybe for you. It's not fun to be said about you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, write in. Do you think it's funny to be called a masturbating freak or uh, to call someone? Probably to call someone. It's... I'm going it's to like a Red Sox game tomorrow. You are going to a Red Sox game tomorrow. I was funny because I was just bringing up uh, Red Sox shit. Right now, they are 22 and 13. They have the best record in the major leagues. They sure do. I couldn't uh, tell you so many players on that team right now. Um, they have like Hunter Renfro's on that team. Yes, he hit a four hundred fifty foot monster the other day. I didn't know that Hunter Renfro was on the Red Sox until yesterday. Oh, okay, you didn't know that. Yeah, no. he's he's been on the team all year. That's the problem. Good bet. Uh, Red Sox are right now one and one. Uh, it's one to one uh, in Baltimore. Um, bottom of the fourth right now. So bottom four. The Orioles are up. But yeah, uh, the Red Sox have the the best record in baseball at twenty two and thirteen. Uh, the The Yankees are starting to catch up a little bit. They're eighteen and sixteen, and then the Rays are nineteen and seventeen. So three three teams doing all right in this division. I'd expect all three to be in the playoffs or in the mix at least. I expect two of them to be in the mix. Is this just going to be one of those fucking Red Sox years where they're good the whole season and just no one believes them because they have like, what, fucking like Hunter Renfro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 20, I was actually going through old memories and, and cleared shit up, and I saw that I posted about that in 2013. I was like, Red Sox won the World Series this year. And people were like ragging on before it. They won it that year. It was like I, an, it, it was like a May post too, so you could tell I was real early bought into the team. At no point did I think they were winning the World Series until the World Series. <laughs> and then once they got there, like this is, so, they're obviously winning this, right? Um, the only time that I was like. The Red Sox aren't winning this World Series is the one they won in 2018. I was like, I don't know if they can win this one. Like, LA is good, but they they won it. They kicked the shit out of them. It was a a gentleman's sweep. That was a Steve Pierce. uh, 
his his career culminating into one of his his greatest performances during the the World Series. Stole stole the MVP from uh, David Price, and then signed a new contract with the Red Sox. Never played a game again. He played, but he sucked. No, I'm pretty sure he had to retire this past off season. Like he was yeah. out all last year, and and he uh, and he retired this past off season yeah, after played- signing like a three year deal uh, after the World Series. He um. Uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. The guy, the pitcher. Which pitcher? The one that was really good that wasn't David Price. Chris Sale? No, he was good too, though. Eduardo Rodriguez? No. Uh, John Lackey? No, he wasn't on the team. We, he might have been the opening day starter for the Red Sox. He was last year. Uh, the, the guy oh, who was... Uh... It was, uh, what's his face? I, I know who you're talking about. He won the Cy Young. Uh, Not Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello? No, it wasn't him? No, he's still on a team. <laughs> he was on the Rays, and then the, the Red Sox got him. What the fuck is his name? I can't believe I can't think of his name. We're both going to feel really stupid. All right, give me one second. Like He's still probably their best pitcher. Well, maybe not now. He's a gas guy. He he pitched like fucking two innings every game and made his starts. Oh my god! <laughs> Ryan Brazier? No, <laughs> Brazzers. Avaldi. Nathan Avaldi. Thank. You. I can't yeah. believe. Yeah, Nathan Avaldi. He was really good. Yeah, he he surprised a lot of people. I think because I he think. Sh- Red Sox got him for not too much, and he came out and turned out to be a, a real uh, a real prize for us. Yeah, they, he was used really well that year in that postseason too. He was like the Swiss Army knife. He was the yeah. He was the two days rest closer. Weird that weird game that um that went into like extra innings went like sixteen or seventeen innings, didn't it? The Red Sox always do that. There was one crazy fucking World Series game where Avaldi ended up coming in and pitching like five innings. <laughs> it was a it was five real... scoreless innings at like two in the morning. Hold on, I want to look up the box score of this game now. I know I was at a Halloween party, I think. That makes sense. And Jackie Bradley tied it up with a home run because Jackie Bradley. He was a. Uh, he's one of those guys who hit like two twelve, but like. Really, really stink for a long time, and then like when when you needed it, he was there. Like he was very, uh, very good in those playoffs. A game three, the World Series. Thank you, God. Game three, the Dodgers defeat the Boston Red Sox in eighteen innings. <laughs> October twenty sixth. Um, where's the fucking box score? God damn it! Let me pitching. <laughs> I'm enjoying you uh, your search for uh, pitching lines. the box scores of this. Porcello four and two thirds, one earned run. That's still like good to come in late uh, in relief. Avaldi lost the game. He came in in the 12th. 
Yeah. And pitched six innings and let up the losing run. <laughs> Baseball box scores are, are pretty pretty vindictive against players. They don't Every, care. Everyone pitched that game. Except except for um except for Chris Sale. Porcello, Eddie Rodriguez, Joe Kelly, Ryan Brazier, Matt Barnes, David Price, Craig Kimbrell, Heath Embry, and Nathan Avaldi all pitched. I was I was a Joe Kelly fan. I loved how he could throw hundred miles an hour and just wherever it went, it went. <laughs> this is also a uh this was also a a uh, National League game too, so they ran out of that's why Avaldi had to did they run out of players? Is that why Evaldi pitched six innings? That might have been why. I think that's why they couldn't take him out. <laughs> Poor bastard. And he gets the he comes in, has to shoulder that burden, and gets the loss. Mookie Betts had seven at bats and no hits. Xander Bogarts had eight at bats and no hits. Must have been a JD Stephen Pierce night. Uh, JD or, Martinez. Or Benintendi. JD Martinez was pinch run for after forward bats in Kinsler. So Brock Holt had six at bats, one hit, and a walk. Uh, Eduardo Nunez had four at bats after being a pinch hitter. Yep. Jesus Christ. Jackie Bradley played center field, left field, center field, left field, center field, left field, center field. <laughs> Brock Holt played second base, left field, right field, and left field. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, Brock Holt had uh, a game winning hit against the Red Sox a few weeks ago. Good. A few days ago. Good for him. What do you think the game duration was? Uh, six hours and no, um, eight hours, close to eight hours, seven hours, 50 minutes, seven hours and 20 minutes. Okay. I was, I was it's, a little over, but a set, the Dodgers had 11 hits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you hear about Tim Tebow? What did Tim Tebow do? He's going to be signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. No way. Way. All right, I'm in. <laughs> He'll sell tickets. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Tim Tebow. I love um, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow never got a fair shot. Uh. Tim Tebow had a good year and led a a decent Broncos team to a playoff berth. Uh, Peyton Manning came in, took over that team, and brought them to two, two Super Bowls. So that should you, give me an idea of why they got rid of him. Do you uh, remember Tim Tebow's last play on an NFL field? Was he a backup for New England at that point? It was a it was a practice it was a preseason game. Tim Tebow threw a touchdown in a Patriots uniform. <laughs> um, 
man, pre- Patriots preseasons kind of like crazy stuff happens. Like Demarius Thomas got two touchdown passes and then they released them. And then he went to the Jets and <laughs> you saw why. No, then we traded him to the Jets because we got Antonio Brown for a week. Did he end up playing on the, oh, I'm thinking of Josh Gordon. Remember how good the Patriots receivers were going to be and then they were terrible? Well, they, they lost Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, just, you know, there's no saving him. Uh, lots of talent, but lost cause there. Uh, he's pretty much done. Yeah, he's, he's got to be. I mean, how many more opportunities are you going to give him just so he can fucking do good for a couple of weeks and then slip and fall? Like, just don't, like, you know, hopefully he's all right. I don't, I don't hate him by any means, but, like, yeah, I like I like Josh Gordon because he's pretty much banned from football because he smoked weed. I don't think it's weed though. It is weed. Dude, piss hot because you refuse to stop smoking weed. That's fucking unfair. Yeah, yeah he's just not as smart as Ricky Williams. <laughs> Ricky Williams. Oh man, That's he, ended up, he ended up carving a nice little career for himself out after. When he came back that second time, uh, yeah, he he never was what he was when he came out of college, though. Ricky Williams, no. Yeah, I mean, really, if anything, that little suspension slash sabbatical probably extended his career by ten years, because then he came back and he wasn't touching the ball as many times as he would. Yeah, and now he's a weird guy. Well, now he's a weird guy. He's like a horoscope. Uh. Signs moon guy. He's like football Lenny Kravitz. He's not religious, he's spiritual. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um Are you gonna go my way? Um But yeah, I I I think Tebow will do okay as a tight end. I mean the 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 Jaguars team is gonna be god awful this year, so you might as well try to get some sort of attraction to get people to come to your games and oh, pay no, attention he'll... to your team. Oh, he's gonna. Tim Tebow's could be a millionaire. He is a millionaire. Tim Tebow could be a very comfortable millionaire for the rest of his life by writing his name on literally anything in Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. He's Uh, a college football analyst and writes his name down. Those are his two jobs. Yeah, he he could he could make money off autographs for the rest of his life, no problem. In the state of Florida. Alone, sure. Alone. I love Tim Tebow, but... I don't love him. I do. Uh, but the opposite of love is not hate. I don't hate Tim Tebow either. I am now, just indifferent. What, if, what, what about Wildcat? Just think of the gadget plays that are going to run. That, that would be interesting if you... Because you could line him up in the backfield uh, as a tight end, and they Wildcat it to him. I mean, there's a lot of options. He, like, I don't think Tim Tebow is bad. I'm just saying, when when the Broncos got rid of him in favor of Peyton Manning, it was a humongous upgrade to the point where it put their team over the top, and they went to the Super Bowl. If Tim Tebow had just sucked really bad, if the Broncos didn't make the playoffs that year, Tim Tebow might have gotten a better shot. Maybe. It, just, I mean, it, it turned into even more of a circus than it was in the first place somehow. And then like at that point, you just can't. They made it just, out of the the wild card week too oh that was the 
very few moments I can remember screaming at a TV. I, when he hit Demarius Thomas on that 80 yard touchdown pass in the first play of overtime, I was screaming at the TV because <laughs> I fucking hate the Steelers and I love Tim Tebow. And I also knew that the Patriots were going to kick the absolute oh, shit yeah. out of that team. <laughs> and they absolutely did. It oh, was yeah. not pretty. It was, it was, it was, it was a beating. You know, those games that are just over as soon as they kick the ball. That was yeah. one of them. Oh yeah, sure. The touchdown, the Patriots scored on the first drive. Like this game is over. <laughs> Patriots coming off a of bye week and just slaughtering. Them. Oh my god, it was it was murder. <laughs> was it like forty four to eleven was or something like that was the score. It was forty four to fourteen. It was just one of those games where you knew that like they weren't just like putting up a million points in two seconds. They were just going to accumulate a lot of points. They were they were unstoppable. It it wasn't that. Um, it was the same year as, but it wasn't that Thanksgiving game against the Jets. Where they just kept scoring. Where was, the, that was the, that was at the butt fumble game. It was definitely the butt fumble game. That year, I thought it was like two years later, like twenty fourteen ish, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. What year was the butt fumble? I thought that was twenty fourteen. No, that that playoff year was like twenty the twenty eleven twenty twelve when when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Giants. The. The Tebow one? Yeah, you... that was way earlier. I thought that the the Tebow one was... 2012, before... so it was the next year. Wow. Yeah. How old is Tim Tebow to be just showing up as a tight end? Uh, I don't know. Let's He's got to be 32 years old. At least. Uh, let's see, where are you? 33. Oh my god, he's not making that team. He might. Wow, that's it's, they're not a good team. No, but they're, I mean they're arguably still the worst team in the NFL, even though they have a really good quarterback coming in. Uh yeah, give him a real tight end. That doesn't that's make the thing. any I, I think mean, I think Tebow with his quarterback knowledge might be decent at the position. I I've, I've never seen him play it, but I, people always talked about how Tebow should make the switch to tight end. Because uh, he he's smart and he knows how to run route, uh, routes and stuff, uh, and he knows where the the quarterback wants the ball. So I'm rooting he, for him, but that just seems like a really stupid idea. I don't know. I I think he's a big body dude, smart, knows what he's doing at the position, knows what it needs. He's, so he's he's contra strong. He's contra strong. Cornbread. Nothing Corn. wrong with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's a uh... Well, I like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> that was the uh, Jesse and Festus theme song, right? Yes. Okay. Jesse is not a fan of Dr. Death. No, he is not. Fuck Dr. Death. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he stole a payoff from his dad after his dad died. Which one was um who is his dad again? Uh Terry Gordy. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Well, uh We close wanna, I have wanna, no idea what time and how how long how far into this we are. You I was gonna say you wanna put a cap on this one and uh or put a pin on it and 
Next week it'll be 116. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna put for a, a song here. Um, what are we opening with? I don't know. Open with Jesse and Festus. I don't like that song. No. <laughs> it's going to be a terrible WCW song. Yeah, but it'd be funny if everyone listens to all the way in the episodes and they wonder, they're probably wondering why Jesse and Festus was played and it's literally in the last two minutes. I know it, we're opening. No, we're not doing Jesse and Festus. We're doing another mid 2000s tag teams theme song to open this podcast. Okay. And now, and now that you've, we're an hour later that you've already heard it. You can know why why it happened. It was just because you said Jesse and Festus and I refused, but it's another team. Okay, cr- cr- Chronic. Nope, oh, that's not late. Even close. That's late nine. Oh, that's early two thousands. Uh, uh, what song are we leaving them with? Let's leave them with. Uh... Shit, what's a good birthday song? Yeah. 